At this point, you should be on the frame with a film strip title that says Oral Hi. Hello, welcome. It's Oral Hygiene. It's where we talk about caught films, educational films. This one's very educational. We're, we're in a series, a series <laughs> of six. No one here knows what's happening. That's the way to talk about Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. Today is uh, Skipper the Eye Child. I am Matt. In the same room is Luke. Hi, Luke. Hello. Thanks for joining us today. Oh, and yeah, in a different... A long-time listener, first-time caller. In your own apartment. <laughs> <laughs> in a... In a different hemisphere. Who are you? Mark Malik. That's right. He's like in a different time zone, so he can't remember his name. On a large enough screen. <laughs> on a large enough timeline, all three of us are in the same room. Sure. Okay. <laughs> I'm thinking if that's true. I'm not sure you've all been in the same room well, at any point. That would be more no, like the large enough space line. No, I mean, I at different points it. in time, I was thinking. But Mark's been to the family house, but you haven't been to the family house. I haven't house been to and, your main house. And, but Mark hasn't been I, to the look, main house. We've probably been in like, at, the same train we, station or ramen restaurant or something. There we yeah, go. I was going to say, definitely, we've probably been in the same like curry shop or Howard Johnson. What are you? What was that? Howard, Howard Johnson's? Johnson's? What? Where do you have there that was like an American thing? Coco's? Japanese. Denny's? Uh, it was, Coco's? It was like... Denny's. The food came in a little house, a little paper house. You know what I'm talking about? In a paper house. Yeah, there was like a little piece, little paper like hut, and they took the hut off the food. Did Matt just take you for like a happy meal? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, the big boy. He had the steak and they put it on. So oh, the... I have been to a big boy. Yeah, so maybe. Just like... so, well, this isn't good, but you've been good myself. I may, may have been to sing the big boy. Yeah, this is where the, the so the grease doesn't like, you know, slap uh, you in the face, right? Yeah, yeah, from the, I think, Salisbury steak and mashed potatoes or something like that. Right, right. It was, it was very good. Spitting grease when they give it to you. When so. I went to the Genghis mm-hmm. Khan place in Sapporo, they put like a bib on me and a separate bib on my bag because they knew how much grease there was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Bag, so, doing the bag, bag for your bag. That's pretty hip. Yep. So is Genghis Khan restaurant? Is that like the uh, make your own stir fry? Because we have something. No, anything... Genghis Khan is this thing where you have like this sort of dome shaped grill, mm-hmm. and you put meat on the top, and then there's vegetables at the bottom, so the fat like cooks the vegetables. Oh. And it's called it's called Genghis Khan because it's made with lamb, and I guess the Japanese assume that's what Genghis Khan ate. Okay. Road. Yeah. <laughs> I, there, there are a couple of like Mongolian restaurants here, and it's the ones where you take just you pick your own uh, vegetables and meat, and you give it to the cook, and they stir fry it for you. All right. Well, so I don't know if that. Not is only did I have Genghis Khan, but the Japanese word for like a buffet or an all-you-can-eat course is Viking. So I had a Genghis okay. Khan Viking meal. <laughs> nice. <laughs> at That's the Sapporo beer at the Sapporo beer brewery, so it was also all you could drink beer. So that's from yeah. the brewery. So <laughs> it was a pretty nice day out. Just, just to segue, yeah. I guess that is a, a perfect meal for, for Garth Marenghi. Yeah, Garth Marenghi would love that. <laughs> <laughs> he does say in this one about going to Valhalla. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, I was, I was yeah. wondering what his views on men's rights would be. <laughs> yeah, we finally find out what his uh, religion is here. <laughs> um, well, hell, Mark, I guess I'll throw you the... No, he's drinking. Maybe I should ask Luke to do the plot. No, now Mark's finished drinking. Okay. Garth Marenghi. No, not Garth Marenghi. That's the actor. 
that the actor plays. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've already gotten to this metaphysical depth of the first yeah, second layer. I've Meta- actually forgotten the name of the character he plays. Not really. Douglas. Douglas. Rick Douglas. Do- Dr. Rick Douglas is called in at night by a janitor we'll talk about later um, to a ward where a giant eyeball with a cock is sexually assaulting a man. The man then gives birth to an eyeball baby, but because Dr. Rick Douglas once lost his half-man, half-grasshopper son, he develops an attachment to the eyeball baby and in secret begins to raise it, but then the rest of the doctors want it killed and he fights them all on a rooftop, but then it bites him, so he smashes it to death. (laughs) (laughs) It's fun when we explain it that way. (laughs) I mean, let's face it, an eyeball trap like that, you do just kind of like, what happens if I stab it in the eye? (laughs) You know? That's the, you know, the duality of parenthood when you're just like, I want to eat you up. Yeah. Then it just, what if it just bit you? And it also, it was a horrible eyeball. Well, we now we know because Garth Marenghi, the writer, does he he dares to ask these questions, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, and and also, uh, don't forget that at the end we find out that Skipper, the grasshopper child, was named after a dog named Skipper who was killed by wasps. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a long lineage That's, of skippers, I guess. I th- that exists in the um, second. What are we calling that? Second layer. The, the documentary reality yeah okay i guess we should delineate what we have here we have we have real reality but is it real man where we're doing this podcast well i mean i feel like we're all playing a character a little bit on the podcast so this is already like one layer oh okay so so <laughs> this is point five layer yeah okay then there's a layer of the creators of the show in a different time period that's layer 2.2 yeah richard iwadi matt berry et al yeah yeah and then there's Garth Marenghi himself, which is easily layer 6.66. Okay. <laughs> and then there's the dark place. Which is infinity. Yeah. Times 6.66. Matt, you, yeah. you, are, you are perfect. You should have been naming RPG sequels. Because <laughs> you don't just you still do can. one, two. You go, you know, <laughs> one, 1. 1.5, 6.66, infinity. <laughs> The three thousand decimal of five fifths. Yeah. yeah. Then, then you just name it the same name as the first one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I expect everyone to know this is actually a prequel. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I have to. I just take a squiz at my own notes to remember what the story was of being. Oh, he was talking about the dike of his dreams. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just uh, your notes tend to kind of just uh, be kind of freeform rambling about what the what the characters are saying and mine are just like prologue has shades of baby but also a nurse flirting with a doctor that oh, is literally what my first line notes so you're finding through lines that's good i'm trying to find through lines babies all the way through okay that's i sort of uh punched up i changed the way i took notes because i felt like i forgot to mention three or four things when we did the uh matrix revolutions on the other podcast <laughs> so i, I only like, take mm. a note if there's like one specific thing like right, i have to make sure i bring this up I just do that's, it so I know I'm actively watching. Yeah. I usually forget about what I watch five minutes after I watch it, right? So hmm. I think I'm halfway between the two of you. Okay. Where do we put the uh, our, our monster? We're going to call him a monster. Do we dare call him a monster? Father? Well, we can call the eyeball at the start a monster. Okay, the eyeball at the start. That's <laughs> right. Wh- well, but also, that's a victim, cock. too. Yeah. He's yeah. also a victim because he went in to get experimental treatment, and then an eyeball of a serial killer got 
into the machinery, I think. Yep. <laughs> kind of like the fly. And that's why I assumed happened. Yeah. Like they needed to transport him to get all the bad out or something, right? But they got yeah, some bad they, in as well. I, uh, I was just watching the infamous uh, Voyager episode where uh Threshold. Where yeah. How did you know? <laughs> I just said that immediately. It's yeah. the infamous Voyager episode. <laughs> they spend all this time about them have being lizards and giving birth to lizard babies and then they just are like i have to put them into the tell into the uh warp core to to fix them and they never show that part at all anyway i was pretty sure you weren't talking about tuvix which i thought he was going to talk about tuvix well it was a monster so that means threshold yeah. <laughs> well the, the monster in that one was janeway <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's like what makes you think that the the man lizard would in, would initiate pregnancy she pretty much said that that's a good point. Okay. My, one, <laughs> one of my favorite lines in this one was when he's after the baby's been born and he's like, but how did he impregnate a man? That's a mystery we'll never know. To clarify, we will never know. <laughs> <laughs> so so um, I'm curious, Luke, do you have like a, do you remember first time seeing this series or do you have uh, a history so- with it? Yeah, I've been aware of it for a long time, and I've seen a lot of these craters and other stuff. I only watched Arthur Marenghi last year. Oh, wow. I just stumbled across it on YouTube, and I was like, oh, it's all here. And I just watched it over like a couple of days. Loved it. Nice. But yeah, I, so I'd seen like clips from it, and I'd seen screenshots and memes, and I knew a lot of these actors from other stuff. But yeah, I only properly encountered it really recently. I'm pretty sure that, I don't remember if I mentioned this on the previous episodes of this series, but this was one of the first things I saw on YouTube because when YouTube was like good, when it started, mm. it was sort of like there were no ads and everything was legal. You yeah. would have had to watch this in multiple clips at that time. Maybe yeah, it may have been minutes. somewhere else. It, it may have been somewhere else. I saw it. I think it was our friend Devin Carlin who showed it to me that's who showed it to me so um, I guess that's what he do people because that was Seattle people just visit him and make them watch the entirety of well this is the sort of shit my friend Carlin Mm. would have sent me but Mm. I don't think he ever did like the um the baby in particular really reminds me of the giant sperm from Xavier Renegade Angel (laughs) (laughs) yeah kind of okay yeah I was gonna get at where you want to place um place the that's why it's getting is the eyeball a monster because I wanted you to place the 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 cocked um, monster on your monster spectrum. Um, it's a pretty gnarly monster. <laughs> <laughs> it was so long. I don't even know how you keep something like that erect. Well, he's a monster. He's, he's I mean, he, he well, I don't need a lot of blood, I guess. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was like channeling, channeling a bunch of uh, mana or something like that to keep it erect. Like he had yeah. some kind of. Because uh... most of what's in his body would be eye juice, right? So maybe when he transformed, all of his bones went into the... He's got an actual boner. (laughs) (laughs) Got a spine in his dick. (laughs) And that's how you get a man pregnant. Yeah. Yes. You get a spine in your dick. Okay. That's happening. That's the uh, the, the Amazon fish, right? Or something parasite that'll... Swim up your dick. Yeah. 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 Like like Kandiru? Do you ever go swimming in the Amazon wherever rubber? (laughs) I can't swim, so I'm safe forever. Or if, if anything, you're less safe. <laughs> <laughs> then you're drowning if in the Amazon. By some coincidence, we're well, in the Amazon River. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can like pee. Off, from what I understand, you can pee off the side of the boat and you can just swim up the stream. 
That yes. sounds like <laughs> that's probably not legend. true. Yeah, it crosses like, the streams. If you swim up, a, if a fish <laughs> swims up a waterfall, it becomes a dragon. So, <laughs> hmm. well, what did I? What um, did, I'm it, seeing what it I may haven't. fancy itself a bit of a dragon. I was just double checking because I couldn't remember. So yeah, Richard Iwadi and Matthew Holness, which is Dean Lerner and Dark Marenghi, mm-hmm. they wrote and created and directed it. Um, and I'm very familiar with Richard Iwadi. He's hilarious. He's um, now a Star Wars droid, even. Yeah. He was um he was the voice of he was the voice of the translator for the fish frog lady who's your baby Yoda ate all the eggs of. I guess that's a spoiler, but that was a year old. So oh, yeah. Yeah. Eggs. Anyway, it's, it feels like that. a similar storyline almost <laughs> to a Garth Marenghi thing. Like uh I guess he's attracted to that sort of thing, right? <laughs> Yeah, no, he, he fit in perfectly there. Matthew Holness, I've seen him in this and a couple of like adjacent shows. And he had that cameo in the British office. But other than that, I don't feel like I've seen him in much stuff. He apparently made a like real horror movie about 10 years ago. Okay. It's supposed to be, it's called Possum and it's supposed to be actually really good. How long ago did you say that film was? It's like 2008. 2018. Okay, so <laughs> Time 2018. I know, okay. I know the last wow. two years have been long. But... <laughs> <laughs> my, my only defense is I didn't actually see it. So, yeah. Um, I have a question. Did I, I couldn't tell if it was a euphemism or, or, if, or if Dean or um, Reed or whatever his name is in, in the show. Did, did he actually shit himself in the office? I think he did. Well, he said, I just went, which doesn't necessarily mean that he just, when, no, I, mean, I think he's just suggesting that he's been to the toilet, so what he didn't need to <laughs> fart or shit. <laughs> I like my interpretation. Uh, well, he also <laughs> could be lying. I mean, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's why I say it could be like a, a euphemism as well. So, yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. What else, what else do I have on here? Oh, should we feel for grasshoppers? And does that mean he was having an extramarital affair with a grasshopper? I mean, she was having a schmack with her grasshopper. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, no, because grasshopper babies are from the dude. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Maybe a grasshopper like got into the to his dick while they were having sex. Oh, okay. That happens. Maybe got, <laughs> maybe Dr. Rick Douglas had a brief career as Kamen Rider. Ah. Because the helmet's a grasshopper. So yeah, and it just oh, no, yeah. I, I get what you're saying. It just kind of rubbed off. Yeah. yeah so because <laughs> if you think about something enough, your offspring will Oh will no, maybe she was no, I mean, no, I don't mean he was playing common rider. I mean he was the common rider. Mm. So the, the superpowers made, made him have a grasshopper baby. No, I like like the, when Spider-Man gets mm. people pregnant, but then it's like radioactive. Ah, okay. No, I like the idea that wait, he did that happen? Common rider in, uh, in one of the comics, Mary Jane has a miscarriage because Spider-Man's sperm is too radioactive. Mm. Oh, neat. <laughs> Doesn't that happen with Superman Lewis Lane too? Because Superman is too virile. Oh, but then in there is, you know, he does in that, some timelines have me. So I, I I don't believe in Superman having sex with humans. It just I don't that that's too far. That's have you too heard ridiculous. The, um, the original idea for the film Hancock? No. It was called Tonight He Comes. And in that film, <laughs> Hancock, Hancock had sex. It would obliterate the woman. Wow. <laughs> because he would, you know, come at like Superman force. And but then yeah, instead... that was why you were so depressed and miserable at the start. <laughs> so instead they just called it Hancock because he just masturbates in the movie, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Also, if you've read the comic The Pro, 
which is like a parody of the Justice League, but where one of the members is a prostitute who gets superpowers. Ooh, at one fun. point, she gives um, the Superman a blowjob. And at the end, he's like, move your head, move your fucking head. And then he shoots <laughs> down a plane. <laughs> well, anyway, I'm, I'm sure. So, yeah, there's your Superman coming anecdotes for the episode. I'm sure Garth Moringa is also this potent. That's why he never gets laid. <laughs> he has a dutiful wife and four daughters. So, yeah, it's <laughs> he's true. He's had sex at least twice, canonically. <laughs> I feel well, I, he seems like somebody. Who, so that means yeah. there's at least one more time to have the other two. Yeah. <laughs> or he seems he's Garth Marenghi, the character, whatever. Garth Marenghi, the author, yeah. seems like somebody who would just sort of go to the study and then drink scotch and not talk to anyone at home. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, uh, even in the flashback to like Rick Douglas's happy memories of having a kid, it's like he loses at tennis and gets grumpy and the kid has to go. <laughs> Yeah, he just sort of looks like he's standing around kind of bored while the kid jumps around. And, yeah. Like, yeah, his his life is all heartache. He's got to wait for this boring shit of the kid jumping around. You know, just <laughs> jump around, have your fun while I'm over here being bored. <laughs> it's it's, it's, it's pro- a cross we have to carry. It's probably more like they had to shoot it in fast motion, so he had to not move a whole lot because then, <laughs> then it would look weird. <laughs> I mean, we'll get to that next episode. <laughs> <laughs> So how far uh, would you go to protect your eyeball child? Um, I would m- consider not killing it if it bit my hand. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I would go to like ridiculous lengths. Whenever there's a video game and it's the choice is like, oh, do you save the town or save the love interest? <clears throat> it's like zero hesitation. Town's gone. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I'm well aware of what my capabilities are in those sort of situations. Be careful. Well, yeah, you, in that case, you're 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 choosing between the written character and all the characters that don't have any writing. Well, <laughs> all yeah, the characters that are like, "Hey, how you doing?" But that's how I think about real people. It's like I choose about the person I know for numbers. The NBCs can all NBCs, NPCs, can NPCs. All go to hell. Yeah. But that's but that's why like Grand Theft Auto was such a huge thing. I think people people talk about like the immersion, the driving, the killing, but like the reason Grand Theft Auto games were great immediately was because you walk by people and they're saying just completely inane bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> now, uh, how correct were the other doctors then in being hell bent on, on destroying the eyeball child? Cause he was a um, abomination. Well, they were just following orders. And according to the Geneva convention, that's not a defense. Ah, yes. Mm. So, Garth is the only one that's morally like astute here. Yeah. Okay. The rest of I, I don't recall if they even gave a reason for getting the eyeball child. They just, he said the orders come him. from Wonton. So, right. <laughs> I forget. Do we even meet Wonton? Nope. <laughs> is, Wonton, is Wonton a soup? Yes. Isn't Wonton Perhaps. like the dumpling that goes in the soup? Yeah, but you can call it <laughs> Wonton soup. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, he's like the director of the hospital or whatever. Mm hmm. So what? Okay, sorry, I, I forgot to read the name on Dean's desk. Then and um, I, I know they were they weren't really planning to only do one season, so that probably would have come up eventually. <laughs> yeah, they kind of did the face to face, as you mentioned before. But, yeah. Also, yeah. there was a stage play before this. I'd love to see a recording of that. Oh yeah, that'd be fun. 
I feel like we need like bad video and weird glitches, like like yeah. technical glitches. I mean, you can make a crappy set. But... Oh yeah, I, I don't want the official video of that stage play. I want one that was filmed on someone's phone. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, it was 2005, so if it was filmed on someone's phone, you get like the uh, razor. <laughs> <laughs> Which 15 second clip did you enjoy the best? And then well, we... you know, then people had camcorders, so you get the. Uh... The wavy uh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. trash humpers version. We can assign them weird decimals and stuff. <laughs> um, so, Mark, uh, the, what are you doing after the the eyeball after your eyeball child bites you? I don't think we got to your answer on that. Well, for one thing, you you notice in the episode he does kind of like when he's reunited with the eyeball child, he takes his finger and just sort of like puts it in the eyeball child's mouth. And so, yeah. <laughs> Probably wouldn't do that. Yeah, so. that's asking for it. So, because I, I got I got punched in the nut yesterday, but they looked harmless until I got punched in the nut. So, yeah, I was lying down playing with some toys with some kids while another kid just took running jumps on my back. <laughs> <laughs> over and <Yeah>. over. <laughs> I don't work with kids, so I don't. I can't really tell you. I can't tell you what my breaking point is. I've never like screamed. I've never screamed at a kid or like bashed it on the counter. And I like, never get that angry at them hurting me, but when they start hurting each other, I tend to <laughs> get involved. You've you've never made a delivery and ended up in a screaming match. Uh, not with a not with an actual child. <laughs> <laughs> just adult children. Yes, just yeah. adult children. <laughs> Okay, I guess we can we can lay the eyeball child to rest. He's dead. His father with the <laughs> giant cock is dead. Do you know who I would like to lay to rest? Oh yes, yes, you. So, had did your any point. of you recognize the janitor at the start of this episode? No. So that is Graham Linehan. He was the writer of Father Ted and the IT Crowd. Oh, He's a okay. Huge piece of shit. <laughs> oh. He's repeatedly been banned from every social media for constantly going on transphobic rants. Oh, Jesus. He's like the prototype, like J.K. Rowling, massive turf asshole. <laughs> like constantly trying to get like trans charities shut down and stuff. Ah. Spreading heinous bullshit about like how being trans is a mental illness. And yeah, I've uh, never seen the IT crowd. Is that like uh, it's got that... good moments? There's one episode in the second season where the entire joke is that one of these women used to be a man. Oh, there you go. So you go back and watch that one and you're like, oh, right. Yeah, it was all here. <laughs> yeah. uh, basically, it's not that great, but it's got Richard Iowadi and Matt Berry and Noel Fielding doing their shit. So they're great. Yeah, like, I've yeah, always heard right, good things. Kind of regardless at that point. Yeah. Well, you just find out one of your friends is an asshole, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what you're talking about yesterday. Um, you know, if, if if people are working on a project, um, you're like, if they if they have an inkling, does that make them an accomplice? Right. <laughs> but I don't think anyone could have had an inkling of this because it's not like he was a sex pest actively. Right. It's just many years later he started coming out with heinous, heinous opinions. Yeah. And so he wasn't doing anything wrong at the time. Mm. This isn't like, you know, he was constantly diddling kiddies while they were making the show. This wasn't BBC. This was Channel Four. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's this. We're living in this unfortunate time period where people can sort of just slip onto Twitter and let's just dole out transphobic stuff, and without being like a literal rapist. And there's kind of a gray area that society just lets them sit in. And, uh, 
Uh, I, I don't know. I it mean, was much better when your artists, they just, you bought their album and then you didn't hear from them until the next album. <laughs> yeah, or the worst you hear is like they were rude to someone at a signing yeah. or something like that. Well, they smashed up a hotel room. I like hearing that. That's what <laughs> yeah. I want my rock stars to be doing. <laughs> yeah, Marriott can can afford it. Yeah. That said, the shit that went down in the 70s would uh, not go down now. Yeah, but that's it. I just, well, but I didn't need to hear about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But also, it's like if society like super hard cosigns a toxic mindset, then it's a little bit easier to forgive celebrities. But rather yeah. than celebrities deciding they're going to lead the transphobic movement or whatever the hell it is well the, the the root of the problem is just that we don't actually have any like none of our politicians or anything are real leaders at this point in time yeah so everyone looks up to fucking celebrities but they don't know shit they just wrote a book about a wizard <laughs> yeah and <laughs> and really you for your life advice <laughs> like just from personal experience it's like jk rowling and dave Chappelle are basically just out of material and yeah. that's why they're doing this. It's like, that's pretty much what's going on. I mean, and Dave Chappelle mostly skyrocketed to fame by working with like four or five other people who are all brilliant writers. And it's like, yeah. then he uh, tried to crash a plane or something because I don't know, maybe he has some mental illness. Whereas Rowan Atkinson landed a plane. Oh, well, that's, I think Rowan, Rowan Atkinson's cool, right? Yeah, he's, he's super not cool. Okay, good, good. <laughs> Why do you land the plane? Because the, the pilot had like a heart attack, but Rowan Atkins can fly planes. Oh, okay. So he landed the plane. I was just wondering if he would like... He's like it... a legit dude. Okay. I just wonder <laughs> yeah. if he just like figured out how to land the plane or if he already knew. Yeah, I watched like the entire first season of Mr. Bean on Sunday morning. Was <laughs> <laughs> it true that Mr. Bean only has like 15 episodes or something? It's less than that. that. I really think it's short? like six. God, that's insane. It's like six I, episodes, I didn't two know movies that. and an animated series. Yeah. <laughs> it's like but I've yeah, just the, casually watched it. The episode is made of like three sketches. So I guess you could feel like oh there's 18 but they're like five minutes long it's like i've so casually watched it that i just assumed it was much longer than it actually is and yeah I've, there was a I've thing watched... going around the other day on twitter people like all these kids tv shows especially from the uk but in your head you feel like they ran for years and years you look up on wikipedia it's like six episodes 12 episodes <laughs> i mean transformers the original series of that was what like 40 episodes 50 something like that it's, that's that's quite a lot it's like a it is a lot. DVD box set. It is a lot. And it, all those came out within like two years, but it just feels the, the influence of that is so much mm. bigger. Yeah. I don't know. Well, if you move to Japan, then you've got like three extra seasons they made. Yeah, I've seen some of those with fan subs, and it's a fantastic experience. I think they yep. changed. I think they officially re- released an official version that made sense, which mm. kind of sucks. Because the version I saw, they were just saying ridiculous stuff like, I am the god of I'm the emperor of pain. I will destroy your your mind. Just ridiculous. Yeah. Well, like, stuff. I think the main villain in that is called Deathsaurus. <laughs> <laughs> but no, there, there was a clip going around where it was Galvatron was trying to make a bunch of other Transformers become part of his body because he wanted to become a planet like Unicron. And then everybody <laughs> like, turned on him. <laughs> it's, it's like insane. no you, you can't you can't kill all of us to make yourself into a new planet <laughs> i can see where people would be against that <laughs> robots or whatever yeah people are robots too <laughs> i think yeah they're uh, the robots are the most human characters of all because that's what they're what the show is about well yeah like that's what pisses me off about when people complain about the movies it's like Oh, you know, there's no human. 
I don't care about human characters. I think there should be less talking in those movies. You're <laughs> absolutely right. There robots. should be less. <laughs> that was, I mean, that was why the fourth one was so entertaining to me because there were more robots and they yeah. had different agendas. It wasn't sort of just like, we're here to help Shia LaBeouf find his girlfriend. Yeah, but they, they do spend too much time on clauses in that one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, there's also like 30 minutes With of his Mark mom Wahlberg. getting high on brownies. That was the second That's one. That's the second one. That's the second one, right? Okay. I, yeah, I, Mark I Wahlberg was... even in the fourth one. And I will defend that sequence. <laughs> I, that, that felt like the sequence that was written and acted by people who had never done weed. <laughs> so Michael Bay, probably. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Michael Bay has only done cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> So this is what happens if you do a, eat a cocaine brownie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you make transformers. He's only done cocaine. He hasn't done weed or food or water. <laughs> yeah, only keto diet and cocaine, nothing else. Keto cane. Keto cane. That's what it's called, the keto cane diet. I'm sure. <laughs> I just trademarked it. Because <laughs> by saying that, I just trademarked it. <laughs> yeah. You just take this podcast episode and mail it to yourself, and it's the poor man's copyright. That works in Japan, right? Probably. Well, uh, here you'll go to the festival. I think maybe you've seen it where you go to the festival and they've got like the super bootleg Mickey Mouse on like the food stand sign. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love all the bootleg <laughs> character stuff. Where we went to that Star Wars bar that was illegal. Yeah. <laughs> well, I it mean, just it, like it wasn't illegal in Japan. Cave. It was fine in Japan, but I'm sure, I'm sure that, <laughs> especially with the mouse in charge now, that, yeah, it's probably not there anymore. <laughs> well, who knows? I have no clue. I don't know. And there was like a giant blue Snoopy somewhere. I don't remember that. It was just a Snoopy, but it was blue. I remember that I one might have been legal. I had my Whoopi Woodpecker t shirt for a while. <laughs> and i think you saw that that's um maybe nasu highland it looks like you know exactly like woody woodpecker but it's whoopee woodpecker i saw a great nice. picture today that hot topic in america just brought out an official super mario t-shirt that spells mario wrong oh nice <laughs> just as i super have marrow <laughs> <laughs> i i have there is um... no i in mario i have a shirt that i purchased from walgreens here that's that um someone tipped me off it it says Atlanta. It's just an Atlanta shirt where they just left a T out of it. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> gotta have those. I well, guess oh, we'll... yeah. Matt got me that Atlanta Reorgia Marta. Oh, Reorgia. Yeah, that, that was pretty cool. <laughs> Still got it somewhere. <laughs> I guess we should wrap this one up for now. Um, mm -hmm. So this is Oral Hygiene Pod on Twitter. It's Oral Hygiene on Facebook. We're on your feeds. I'll, I guess I'll toss the ball to you to open up that umbrella. <laughs> if you want to support this podcast, you can find it on Patreon at patreon.com slash podcastio podcastio. So you'll find all of the podcasts me and Matt create. Um, you may be listening to this on the Patreon early. Maybe you signed up to the Patreon just to listen to this, in which case you're welcome. Hope you had fun. Um, and yeah, from there, you can find links to our sci-fi podcasts, Matt's Twilight Zone podcast, my Pokemon podcast, my Monster Hunter podcast. Uh, you can watch me stream on Twitch at twitch.tv slash looplovespkmn, blah, blah, blah. How much do you Twitch on Twitch? Uh, like, like, like tweaking? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm waking up at 5 a.m. and downing an energy drink. So I know, yeah. that's, it's a pertinent question, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> okay, uh, Mark, you're, you're just living, are you? You know, I keep trying out social networks. 
follow me on Letterboxd at Filter Broken. Is your filter broken? Yes. Fuck better shit, get a shit. New, better shit, get a fuck. new filter. Okay. <laughs> follow me on um, Mastodon and... And what? I can't remember all the name of all the fucking right-wing social networks. I was going to make sure. I forgot. I forgot <laughs> uh, par- parlor, I think. Parlor, yeah, there you go. Find out what I really think about all the minorities. <laughs> Follow me on giant dick at eyeball.com. <laughs> I hit the wrong uh, button. That yeah, wasn't the right doing? button. I was trying to stop the recording, but I hit the wrong button. <laughs> <laughs> Did you advance the film strip? Are you on the final page? Well done.
Yeah.